0: Welcome to Loaded Talk. I am your Congressman Frank Kraft. This is my Loaded Talk here. Along with me, as always, is Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Planet Earth? (laughs) So, uh, so this like I'm I'm just getting back from the Libertarian Party Florida's State Convention, right? And uh, one of our Pinellas, our at-large member, Theodore, uh, he was telling me this weekend that he thought we really missed an opportunity as the podcast should be called, Frank and Bean. And uh, in order to tell him anything about this podcast or any of the previous ones, I had to refer to you as Bean. And <laughs> and uh, Jimmy back uh salty millennial he had be well previous Bean.
1: <laughs> I'm new Bean. You're new Bean. <laughs> Otherwise
0: previous Bean when this <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> so throughout it was just like, oh okay, Bean, all right. I could see Charlie being Bean. So we might go from loaded talk to Frank the Bean. Okay. Yeah, it'll be our, our morning rush Interesting. Zoo. Uh, like a morning zoo. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> That was a, the big suggestion, but he was just like, I'd be telling him some sorry." He's like, Is that Bean? I'm like, Yeah, and this, yeah, it's Bean. <laughs> um, Libertarian Party is, these conventions are interesting in so many ways. Um, for a bunch of people that don't like rules, you know, it's like, I don't want, don't tell me how to live my life, I'll live my life. Um, they get really particular about rules. And I think a big part of it is, like, if you're going to make a rule, um, it needs to be very specific. And so they'll debate the definition of a word. In this case, coordinate. with something like, what does coordinate mean? And it's just like, well, it means this. It's like, okay, well, should we use coordinate or should we use clear language that says specifically what it means? And so the business meetings can be a lot it'd be a lot uh but everyone likes to like chill out and have a good time afterwards and um there was uh there was a nice time we had a there was a stand-up act uh robbie the fire bernstein who uh if you ever listen to uh dave smith's uh part of the problem he's like the number two he, he's on there with him uh but he did a good job and there's a couple other opening acts uh lamar some other um it was a fun cat, but it, uh, but people I don't know they throw down like people throw down and you just I don't know it's it's a wild time so I'm a little exhausted and it, it's it it has been it has been the day
1: <laughs> we drove back this morning
0: I think there probably was more stuff to do this morning but I didn't do those things um, but anyway I'll be, one day I'm gonna get you there because the thing is like the great thing about like the Libertarian Party. Is you have everyone from like very like methodical, like I've read these books on economics, I've read all these things, and like you know I'm very literal, and my conclusion is X. You know, so you got those cats, and then you also have people that go all the way to um, I don't know, just fun fun conspiracy land, you know, and so you can you get people. You get all sorts of people. It's just a lot of fun. Someone might have a booth just to to explain why, I don't know, aliens did 9-11 or something. I mean, that's not a thing, but, you know. Right. <laughs> like, I'm pretty In sure. their world, it is. <laughs> yeah. When, like, you know, we were talking about uh, the Satanist church and the abortion clinic, and so there's a cat there that I'm pretty sure he was there with the Church of Satan because he was wearing the robe and stuff, and he just looked a little bit too happy to be wearing this, like, <laughs> clergy outfit, and I was like, all right, I have a feeling you probably the church of Satan, because, like, you seem very happy with yourself, <laughs> and, uh, anyway, it, it's, it's a fun time, it's a, it's a, it's a time, um, so, um, some of the, the speakers there, like, uh, there's, this Cat Maj I was t- kind of telling you about, he's, uh, Black Guns Matter, and so, his big thing so the, the root of most gun control legislation is actually racism. Um, most gun control is passed after black people became free because you didn't want the black people to have guns, you know, because it's like, hey, you got to be free, but you don't get to be equal, you know, and especially if you feel like hanging you know, like if you have a gun, that will be very difficult. Uh, but in Florida, um, so like gun, gun Owners of America, there's this dude, uh, Luis Valdez, who's great. And uh, he's like a retired cop. Uh, we don't hold that against him, um, but uh, he he gives great speeches on like kind of the history of the Second Amendment. Um, but there was actually a, a a trial in Florida where a judge from the bench is hearing this uh, some gun issue, right? And there's a there's a white guy on trial for this gun violation, right? And so the judge from the bench with his robe and all the things he goes, I know this law, this was never supposed to uh, pertain to white people. And it was just like, like he knew about this gun, this gun rights limitation thing. And it was not like, this isn't a law for white people. Yeah, it's a law, but we all knew who we're supposed to put this law to. And like, he said it from the bench in a trial, like it's, it's public record, you know? And, uh, so you know, one of Maj's things is you know of course that um with things like high crime in the black community and things like that it's just like instead of um don't just get a gun and then get in trouble for having a gun and like Philadelphia and like get some get brought up on not having a license or whatever it's like how you like, shoot them just like use them like carry it protect yourself all that and uh, he's got he's got this community center it's it's real great they um everything from um uh, uh, gun classes, uh, so you learn how to to use a gun, uh, t- uh, tourniquets, all this stuff. It's you know, I mean, if you look Smart. at yeah, it's it's all voluntary, solution based. Just you know, get involved, and it's um, I mean, it's, it's it's wonderful what he does. But he was one of the speakers, um, and uh, I don't know, it was, he he kind of threw out a challenge, you know, to get engaged in the community a little bit more, and I think that's. I think I might give it a shot. I've got this idea. I want to throw like a massive I want throw a massive barbecue. I've been wanting to do this for a while. But um, you know over here on the south side, like, I don't know where, but like get some of those dudes that are always that have those giant smokers going. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I you know I Smells good from miles away. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> And like I'd like to throw down a little bit, but you know, there's a lot of people that cook for But then I started thinking, I'm like, well, you know, there's uh um, we've actually got a few um a few rappers from the area that are starting to like sell um, what's his name Rod Wave or something like that and he's selling tours and tickets and all that kind of stuff so it's like I don't know we might be able to put something together get, bring some people in but something that uh, you know Maj said during his deal was like you know showing people how to get like an EIN you know a business mm-hmm. and, and so like that's something like a lot. I talk to people uh, who haven't ever started a business and they they seem totally unaware of of the process you know and it's very like especially in florida it's like man you go on sunbiz you file this thing you go to irs you file this thing yeah business super you got easy it's yep. so easy yep. i know and so like it's one of those deals where it's like all right, i don't know maybe maybe we can have a, a booth set up to like all right what like what do you want to do like what business have you been wanting to do like let's get you going let's get you going free charge i mean it doesn't cost anything to do it and it's like i'll show you i'll do it right now for you you know and then like uh maybe voter registration too but um but I don't know something like that um
1: it's almost like a like a modern day enterprise village type situation where
0: yeah but more fun
1: right and to things that actually matter <laughs> I don't know. I I was at. I think I worked McDonald's at Enterprise Village. I
0: never got to go. There's so many like cool field trip things I never got to go on as a kid. Like I always heard. Like I moved in Florida to Florida in fifth grade. Everyone talked about Enterprise Village. And I guess it was a fourth grade thing. And then I switched to a different school, and I guess like it was a fifth grade thing at that school. But I never, I never got to go to Enterprise Village. And like everybody loved that. And like uh, the kid just got back from a trip to the Keys do you remember hearing about this because like Mm-mm. okay so like our the school we graduated from right uh, like you came in like ninth grade i came in like eighth grade mm-hmm. in seventh grade they take a trip to uh key largo mm. and they basically snorkel for like three straight days awesome yeah it sounds awesome <laughs> and like everybody would always talk about it like i mean as an adult i remember people being like remember the keys trip And i was like i was not there. I mean, I, I no. Was, yeah. <laughs> and like, every, like my entire time through like high school and even like young adulthood, a lot of it involved me going, I was not there. <laughs> so but yeah, between the keys and the uh, Enterprise Village, like I don't know. I missed all the good all the good field trips. Um we tried to uh do an episode last week and I don't know, our cameras decided they hated us. I think I think I got some stuff worked out, and so it shouldn't do that. Um, but to kind of jump back, because it's been it's been a few weeks now. There's been all sorts of stuff. Um, you know, one of the big things that even this week I didn't pull it up. So of course there was the shooting in Nashville, um, and every at this point everyone knows about the shooting. It was a it was a trans man, so someone born woman um, that. Decided to shoot up the school, and uh, sh- uh, he/she had attended that. And by the way, like I'm gonna throw this out there, like I'm very respectful of people and their pronoun choices and all that kind of stuff. Like especially, like in person, you tell me what you want, or like you project, you project something. Um, like if you're projecting female, and like I've, um, well, I don't want to name names, but yeah, you know, there's people that I work with. Um, and, uh, this one, one woman, uh, not born a woman or whatever, but like she, she presents woman, all that. It's very easy to say she, her, um, you know, of course you want to use nice manners and treat people with respect. Uh, once you shoot a bunch of kids, you can go fuck yourself. You know I mean? Like, I don't, you know, I, I don't care about yep. your preference. Like, yep. Sorry. Like, you know, treat you with respect. Maybe don't kill all those children, you know? Yep. Like, so... Anyway, this chick shot up the school, and um, and the, one of the things about it is, um, like, she kept very detailed notes um, to the point of her outfit that she wore that day. Seriously. Like wow. She, like, she um, she sketched it out. Like, That's but, neurotic. It's something. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, the, the Vans, the Vans she wore were in the sketch. The, like, she picked out her outfit, sketched it all out, and, like, she knew what she was going to wear in order to shoot up these kids well in advance. Wow. And it's this multi-page thing. And one of the big things right now is they're not releasing the manifesto. And so the cops are now saying, well, we're not going to release the manifesto because it's so detailed and so thorough that if we release it, we feel like we're just going to give a playbook to people about how to kill people. Um, And then of course the other thought is this person who did go to the school it's going to be a lot of like anti-christian a lot very like i am trans and y'all aren't doing it y'all aren't treating me with respect i'm gonna kill all you people i'm gonna kill your children um it's kind of the thought of course no one's read it but it's hard not to think that way when every manifesto comes out like immediately you know especially Mm -hmm. if it has something that like people go well that looks right wing over there, you know, like, okay. And, and, and they'll roll with it. Even if, like, 99% of it's talking about communism, environmentalism, all this stuff, there's, like, a, just a little hint in there where you might be able to throw, you know, like, Republicans under the bus. They'll go, all right, that's what we're going with. This was done by Donald Trump. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Um it, And it's true, like, the the, the need, the demand for... Trump supporters to be violent crazy has surpassed the supply even with January six
1: like even narratives though, like, is that what, yeah, like, yeah.
0: Like, like the narrative like they just they get so bent out of shape, I guess is what I'm saying um, and so like everything has to fit into something you know um oh, did you see that uh speaking of January six, Ray Epps is about to do sixty minutes really yeah, so like. You know, Ray Epps, the guy that encouraged everybody to go in. He was uh, uh, most wanted for however many days. And then they said, oh, don't worry about him. He's fine. Uh, he's going to be on 60 Minutes, and he's going to be talking about the right-wing conspiracy theories that he had anything to do with anything, and about how it's been negatively affecting him, and about how he's like had to move into some rural area, and he's kind of hiding and stuff. He's hmm. going full victim. Wow. Through CBS. Hmm. Yeah, or... That sixty minutes CBS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So he, he's he's going in full victim mode, which is very interesting because you know we can all trust the corporate news structure, of course, and they're never washing people to re-release them. Right. You know? Well, yeah. I
1: mean, is this is this some for some sort of money grab opportunity?
0: I I don't. I mean, he might have a book. I mean, if you you could have a book in the hopper. I don't know. Um, I think it's really, I think it's grosser than that. I think it's just that like everyone is saying, look at this guy who's clearly saying, go inside the building. Like we're going to go inside the building tomorrow. We're going to do it tomorrow. We're going to do it right now. Let's go inside. He whispers in people's ears and then they tear down barriers and they go inside the building. And like, people are just like, why don't we know anything about this guy? And I think this is part of the thing. They're just like, right-wing conspiracy theory. It's right-wing. It's right-wing. It's a Nazi conspiracy theory, basically. (laughs) You know, that this guy had anything to do with anything. It's like, well, I mean, he's on camera a whole lot doing a lot of things. Can we ask him about that? It's like, listen, he's a victim. All the right-wing people, with the way they talk on the Fox News and the things, they've made this poor man's life a living hell all he did was show up to i don't even know what they would think he did that's the other thing like if he was just there to peacefully protest or whatever well he'd be a trump guy he'd be a maga guy right and like also the 60 minutes is just like look at this poor maga guy like all he did was just love donald trump and now they're all saying he's a terrorist or a fed it's like, oh, yeah, this poor, like, when have you heard poor MAGA guy on right, the news, right. you know? So, the, the whole thing's ridiculous. But that's, that's. I just saw that today. I think it's coming up on, well, I don't know, in 60 Minutes. It might be on Sundays. Is 60 Minutes on Sundays?
1: I haven't watched that in, I, I don't never know how watched long. it, yeah. I just remembered the tick, tick,
0: tick, tick, tick yeah. was the end of all good television. I remember that as a kid. Like, all right, all right. And all of a sudden, tick, tick, tick. you like, oh, damn, it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Back when you had to, like. Watch things as they came on TV. Um, all right, so that's some stuff that's going on. The uh, the Bud Light thing, like you said, uh, you know, your lady was asking about it. This has eaten up so much oxygen and still eating up oxygen today. Um, excuse me. Um, so Bud Light gave cans of beer, Bud Light beer. So, I use that word loosely. Um, but to this uh, person, Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney, born man, transition, trans woman. Okay. I dislike like Dylan Mulvaney. I think that she um, is kind of a butthole for, to women. Like, it's as if you wanted to always present women in the worst stereotypes possible maybe not worse, but just stereotypes and like, but, but old Dylan does it and it's called a hero and stuff. You know, like if I do it and I'm just like, this is how women are, you know, all, you know, women be shopping. Uh, but it's just like, I'm gonna wear pearls and I don't know sports and all that kind of stuff. Like people are like, God, you're misogynistic. You know, my, you know, my sisters would hit me with things, (laughs) (laughs) you know, they would, um, and my nieces, they would all hit me. Um, but no, but that's the thing. Like, Dylan is, is, is beautiful and proud and brave. But like, but she, um, like puts on, um oh hell, Audrey Hepburn. You know, like the gloves, the pearls, and all this kind of stuff. And so, um, over the top. Over the top, and then like for the for this Bud Light thing, like. She's like, oh, I hear it's March Madness, which means some sort of sports thing is happening, who knows? And and it's one it's it's so insulting because it's just like, look, I I get that you're not into sports, that's cool, you know? But the implication is that like all women are so like mindlessly like unaware of March Madness. Like, it's one thing to say, who's the favorite in March Madness? I don't know. Because I I yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Any, like, I don't do brackets, really. I've stopped paying attention a lot. And so I pick some names. And sometimes just roll the dice. And But I don't even do them. So, like, I don't know who's going to be it. But I know, I know what March Madness is. And I feel like most women know what March Madness is. You know? Do they care about it? It depends on the person. You know? But, uh... Old Dylan is just like, well, you know that I'm a lady and I've wrapped up my first full year as a woman and now that I've done a full year, if you can believe how difficult it is to do a year as a woman, I've done it. And uh, something about March Madness, I don't know, but look, my face is on a beer can. And so, that's obnoxious to me. I don't drink Bud Light because... Life is too short for light beer, like I do not. Whew. This one's not at eleven a.m., so I've had nice highlight. <laughs> uh, but I just I, yeah, I don't do light beer, um, and I think Dylan Mulvaney is obnoxious. But, 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 people have freaked the freaked out about this, like uh, everyone, like people are boycotting, um, Anheuser-Busch lost something like 5% of their value and it's going to rebound, you know? Um, but you know, in that moment it marks, you know, billions of dollars lost on on just stock price, you know? Um, and, uh, I know we tried to do this last week when things weren't working, but I'm going to go ahead and just do this again since, uh, we're going to make this thing work today. Um, one of the most influential voices of our day weighed in on it. Let me make sure my hey, my volume is good. I switched it over, yeah. Oh, hell. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I forget. Switch away from it. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Um, no pressure. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but no, so people are freaking out. And so, like, you know, the right wing, um, people calling for boycotts. Um they're acting as if they're acting as if there has been some sort of huge push to like advertise transgenderism to people, uh, to um, to children even, even though it's beer. And so,
1: well, yeah, there was no explanation. Dylan Mulvaney never explained that they were just exclusive, exclusively sent to her, and not they weren't going to be sold
0: yeah and that and I, I do think there was confusion on that part where it was um, it was that they go Dude, all the cans are gonna have this trans woman's face on them, and you want me to buy that? Um, but it ends up it was just a limited run of cans that only this one person got as an influencer and they're trying to get influence. All right, I think I got it worked out now. All right, so thought leader of our generation songbird of our generation.
1: Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today.
0: <laughs>
1: Let me uh, say something to all of you and be as clear and concise as possible.
0: His name is Kid. I want... <laughs> Look at all that. Look at that drip. Bud Light. Oh. Bush, he said the F Have word, a terrific day. So Kid Rock weighed in, obviously. And don't get me wrong, I like every protest that involves machine gun shooting and things. I don't care what it is. It can be protesting me.
1: Yeah. It's fantastic. Bud Light should use everything up until the end of that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, it could be it could literally be like a pinata that looks like me that says I'm Frank and people shoot with a machine gun. like that's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't even like me anymore. Like it's, it's fine. <laughs> it's like do it again. Let's do it again. Especially if it's filled with like, candy. Um so but other country singers too. They've been coming up on stage and stuff and like just been like nope if but like, you know, so there's like these big like stadium country music things. And it's it's weird. So the most ridiculous thing, of course to point out it's like, man, we don't need to drink that stuff. You can get Miller Lite. You can get Coors light. Well, Miller Coors donates like three-quarters of their donations go to Democrats and progressive causes. And Izer Bush, it's like the opposite. It's like 60%, 70% go to Republicans and Republican causes. And so, like, they had this thing. Um, and all of a sudden, it's just like, well, never Bud Light again. My goddamn, they put a trans person on that can. Uh, that I will never see in reality. Like they're, <laughs> right. they're never going to get... The, like, that can is such a limited run. If you get one, hold on to right. it. You sell it
1: on eBay. Exactly.
0: You know, like, no one's going to see this can. <laughs> and uh, and they're like, oh, we'll go over to this company. It's like the company that, like, bankrolls Democrats. Like, you're showing them. You're really showing them, guys. And, like, I don't... It, I don't understand... I like lots of okay, so you know, held up that little beer, right? The cigar city highlight,
1: right? Great beer.
0: It I, I enjoy it, you know. And uh, so if um, I don't know some child molester, you know, gets arrested and he goes, all I want, you know, it's like before I go on death row, all I want is to drink. Just I just want to drink another highlight. I love it so much. I'd be like, for don't give him a beer. He's on death row. I just, well. I'm not a fan though. Anyway, but I don't care. Like, I don't care. The thing is, your child molester, murder an ass is not why I started drinking the beer. It tastes delightful. You know, and Bud Light doesn't I don't understand that. I don't understand Mick Ultra. Mick Ultra is the one I have the hardest time with. I don't understand why people drink it. I just don't understand. It's not beer. And they can they can give it to Aunt Arnold Schwarzenegger, they give it to uh Dylan Mulvaney I don't care who they give it to I'm not I mean if Michael Jordan came out and like oh
1: there okay. he is <laughs>
0: man, my dog and so if Michael Jordan one day is just like it's like everyone string McUltra I'm not doing it I love Michael Jordan I love uh, you know Derek Brooks can come out and say it. I'm not drinking that swill you know I'm just not doing it at the same time if one of these like Cam Jordan for uh, uh, New Orleans is that his name I don't know that overrated defensive lineman that, that likes to talk trash uh, out of the Saints, if he came out and he was like, I love Highlight. It's the best beer in the world. I'm still going to drink it. I hate that guy. I'm going to drink the beer. You know? Um, so, so, anyway, people have fallen down this hole a whole lot, but...
1: Yeah, it seems like it seems like there's a, there's a need and it doesn't matter who or what side you find yourself on or if you're not on a side. It seems like a lot of people, I don't know if it's this country or the world in general, oh, are just looking to be mad at something. Yes. And I just don't get it. It seems like a waste.
0: I think you're right. Um, and I do I do wonder if it's our country. Um, you know, it's weird. I'm uh, okay, used to this new setup. Um, but... So you think about... Um, You talk to Europeans, right? Europeans, you hang out with them. And they'll talk about, oh, I went to this country, this country, this country. Uh, Sometimes they're bi or trilingual. um, But they know a whole lot about different parts of Europe and North Africa and stuff like that. And so it makes it feel like they're just so much more in touch with the globe than you. Um, But at the same time, you ask them about, not even Wyoming, Colorado or something. they, They don't know. Our country is so big. You know, like, in the amount of time it takes to get from, like, London to Italy, um, you're still in America. You know, we've yep. got this huge country uh, with so many different types of people in it. and um, And there's real currency in keeping everybody divided. Like, it makes money, like, literally makes money. It brings power. And the more you can keep us hating each other for something stupid, you know, Bud light. Um, The more people don't have to answer people in power, don't have to answer for what they're actually doing, you know? Um, But I do, it does feel uniquely American to always be on the verge of just offended to death. And, I, the left uh, gets a lot of uh, the teasing for it, you know? Because the left is obviously o- often offended about stuff, but the rights really not that much better. They get it's just different things they get offended yep. about, you know? Like, you know, I don't, on the religion side on like, I mean, they the bud the light thing. You know, it's just like so the anti-cancel culture people are like we have to stop Bud Light from distributing beer to, like, they, they're they calling, I mean, they're calling them boycotts. I mean, actively calling them boycotts. They're saying it's, you know, harming the whole damn country, hurting the kids and all this stuff. And it's like, and once again, these cans of beer went to one human and it had her face on it, his face on it, whatever you want to say. And like, you can say, that Dylan ain't no lady. That's a man. Okay. Well, cool. Great. That's fine. That beer can is not going to be at your 7-Eleven.
1: It's just not. Ever. Ever. <laughs> you know?
0: And, like, uh, the VP of Bud Light, um, who is, like, VP of marketing, you know, she, uh, unfortunately, she, not unfortunately for her, um, she had this thing where she came out and uh, she was just like, well, I think we need to change the image instead of being snarky frat boys into, like, a more inclusive kind of deal. Because yeah, Bud Light always had really good commercials, you know. But it, I see what you're saying. The snarky Fat Frat Boy is kind of like what it was, you know? I think you could do that a different way. But Of course. Of course. <laughs> I mean, listen, the media landscape is changing. And so reaching out to online influencers to get their circle is smart. And I don't, you know, I don't know who Dylan Circle is. Dylan irritates the pants off of me, which is me trying to censor myself a lot. Um, but like, who cares? Like, I don't know who Dylan Circle is. But maybe Dylan sells some Bud Light to some people who follow Dylan, you know? And uh, like I said, I'm still not going to ever drink that because uh, I. Until we can live, like, 300 years, like, life is just too short for light beer. Just don't <laughs> do it, people. Just don't do it. Drink beer or don't drink beer. But light beer is not real. It's not real. You know? Like, I just, that's, it's, it's one of my new intolerances. I think I'm going to bring it up. Uh, years ago, I decided for a New Year's resolution, I was going to be totally intolerant to vegans. And so, it's just like, no, I am intolerant. And so, the vegans I'm intolerant of? Runners I've kind of become intolerant of. And uh, but I think light beer people. I think I'm intolerant of you too. And like Yeah. Alright. Yeah. No, it's just like, I don't have to be nice. I'm intolerant. <laughs> I tolerate all sorts of things, but this is where I draw my line. Vegans, runners, and light beer drinkers.
1: I was just gonna say I I, I tolerate your intolerance. Mm. Well that's very big of you. <laughs> <laughs> um all right. So, but, uh, it was, oh,
0: God, this is another. So, the VP, like, she comes out and, uh, well, she didn't come out. Uh, I don't know where she said it. it was this interview or something, but she makes this pitch. Let's get away from the frat boy image, right? And she's not wrong. Um, well, and I guess she's in charge of sending the stuff out to the influencer, sending it out to Dylan. Um, and so then people went and they found, I mean, they, they went back in our history of social media and they found, Pictures of her in college partying, if you can believe that. Okay. Okay. Well, right. Okay. Okay. And at college parties, do you know who some of the people at those parties pr- look like or might be? Frat boys. Oh. So she just said we need to move from snarky frat boy shit. Hmm. And uh, you know what? She at some point partied with snarky frat boys. Huh. think about it come on does she really have a leg to stand on <laughs> I mean she said we don't want these frat boys to be the main target but some point she drank beer in college you know what? she didn't drink any of the pictures though she didn't have one Bud Light in her right, hand the whole right. time yeah she was drinking other stuff <laughs> but uh, I don't know it, it, like in the right felt like they really had something on that it, it was look like, at this you don't like the frat boys? You're drinking with the frat boys? It's like, what? What? Are, who, who gives a shit?
1: Well, and it's like, when it's all said and done, Bud Light's name is mentioned so much because of it that I honestly think that loss will come back, like, probably tenfold. Oh, they'll be fine. <laughs> they'll be
0: fine. I mean, that's the thing. Like, even this uh, 5% bump where they lost X number of billion dollars or whatever... It's not like they lost that money. That's stock value. Mm-hmm. You know, you're telling me that Anheuser or InBev is suddenly going to just be like, well, that was it. One <laughs> the one, straw. <laughs> yeah, one trans woman on one can, and suddenly people don't want to buy beer no more or go to <laughs> Bush Gardens. Like it's, it's stupid. This is gonna this is gonna pass, and like all the brands they own, like McUltra. Yeah, because that's the thing. You know, the number of good old boys that I meet that drink Mick Ultra. Have you noticed this? Mm-mm. Like good old boys, you know, rednecks or whatever. Like, really? Yeah, I don't understand it. And they, they, I don't know. I think they're trying to be healthy, but they can drink like. 50 of them and that's, <laughs> I know they drink so many of them where it's like this kind of undoes all the potential <laughs> health benefit. they drink so many of them and it's not beer but you know you drink I mean so many of them <laughs> like it's 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 ridiculous but I, it's something I've noticed i like yeah, look at all these like like good old boys you know but they're drinking Mic Ultra and I don't get it and that's the whole time that they drink their Mic Ultra, I mean that's anheuser Bush. Uh, but here, let me uh, we'll switch over here. There's a little... Uh, oh, we're already there. All right. The Bud Light Senior Marketing Executive behind a controversial Dylan Mulvaney ad campaign has taken a leave of absence. Alyssa Heinerscheid, 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 Vice President of Marketing for the Popular Beer, will be replaced by Budweiser Global Marketing VP who cares, and been leading the brand since June. And it's unclear if her replacement will be permanent. And so, like this chick, like that's her, young girl and or young lady, young woman, and um, you know she, she's not wrong to say let's reach out to online influencers. All right. Like
1: who would she's do doing it? her job.
0: That's it, and it's the right call. All right. You know, and it's just is because Anne Hazer Bush. They do donate, you know, three to one or whatever, Republican and right wing. Uh, like this, the, when there's backlash, all the upper execs were just like, "Nope, I didn't approve it." Of course, they don't need to. They don't need to approve her marketing, uh, but like, I, I wouldn't have done. You know, they they're trying to hedge. You know, um, but like you know, it's that kind of sucks. It sucks for her because like, oh, there's all Dylan like. Ugh. So look at this. See the, the not pearls, but the necklace and the gloves and all this stuff. Like, this is what I hate about. So, okay. I am in favor of adults. Whether, I mean, you got gender dysphoria, you got whatever. I don't care how you live your life. And I will treat you with respect. And I will do my best to navigate everything, you know? Um... Uh, just out of manners. Just out of manners, I'm going to treat everyone with respect. I just... I can't stand... One of the things I worry... So I worry about... like with the, This push on the kids and everything. I worry about the sterilization... And the removal of... Sexual enjoyment, basically. That they're pushing on... Largely autistic... And 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 some gay kids. A lot of the the kids that go trans, are um, are on the autism spectrum, um, and some of them are not happy about it. Later, they become part of the D trans community, um, and so it's like people on the autism spectrum are the most susceptible. These kids, uh, so far, statistically speaking, of uh, being pushed into transitioning. And some of them are gay too. and I think there's there's gay youth um, there's gay youth who um, maybe they don't feel right in their own body, right So because they're teenagers and oops sorry, we got some audio stuff going on It's distracting. I think we're good. Yeah. but no, like teenagers don't feel right in their body, right? It's a weird time. You grow in weird ways. like it's a you don't feel right, right. And so I think the gay youth and a lot of youth um, during that time, it's just like, all right, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm not supposed to. I don't feel like I should look like this. You know, I don't feel like I should look like this. But but the the transition steps, like the, the hormones, the surgeries, all that stuff, it causes people to not be able to have a sexual enjoyment, you know, which like I... I can't imagine like I know it's very difficult for anybody that goes through all these things. I can't imagine living a fulfilled life. Like there's lots of jokes out there about you know, married guys. Ah, I can't get laid or whatever. Like there's jokes like that, but like literally, like never physically, yeah. never physically being able to like get off. You yeah. know, um, and it, it it sounds silly. Uh, but it's important. Like it's important mm-hmm. for you know, like, in you the Hindu religion. Um, they put a lot, I mean, the, you know, with your, your spouse, you know, but like sexual fulfillment is something that is important for a balanced life. And uh, I mean, it's hard to argue with that chemically. You know? I mean, it's well, important. You, and just think about like, why do people get divorced? Money or sex? Which one? Like it's one of those things. Uh-huh. That's either like, uh, it doesn't work out financially. doesn't work out sexually. Like these, this is, these are two big reasons, you know? Um, So, like, I'm I'm very opposed to this way that it's kind of a predation on these kids because, like, I don't like... The reason I'm bringing all this up is the stereotype garbage. Like, with, you know, Dylan right here with her little Audrey Hepburn, everything. It's just... I find that... So, my sisters... You know my sisters. They don't fit neatly into gender stereotypes, you know? Like Lindsay's science genius, you know, she'll probably be president of Duke at some point in the next however many years. Like just going out doing that. Sally, um, you know, Sally loves powerlifting and stuff like that. Um she's her she can willpower her muscles into all sorts of crazy things. Like she's, you know, and it's just you know, not powerlifting is not a traditionally feminine thing, you know. Um, you know, uh, Reese was—I mean, Reese did some modeling and all that kind of stuff, but like, you know, she's been she's bilingual. Yeah, just two now, but you know, just chasing chasing degrees, and all this kind of stuff. But it, all that to say, like, one of the things I I feel like is that some of these young people that. Go towards um switching pronouns and trans and all this kind of stuff, I feel like they there's this pressure to fit into a gender role, and I think that's all nonsense. I think the gender roles are all nonsense uh within you know like i'm I'm old fashioned you know I take out the garbage, you know like same that. here, yeah yep. I, I take out the garbage. And so, like, I know my wife is perfectly capable of doing it. She knows she's perfectly capable of it. I mean, she doesn't want to take out the garbage anyway. And uh, But it's one of those things, that's like, I don't know. I just, I'm going to take out the garbage. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put the garbage in the curb. I'm going to hold the door, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not... Yeah, so th- there's some stuff like that, just as a gentleman. I just, yeah, There's there's things that we fall into. But there's a lot of these, like, nonsense roles that I think way down on people and for Dylan Mulvaney one year as a woman and being like what I am is all the stereotypes all the stereotypes and then to get letters from the White House and get the, the beer cans and all that kind of stuff like I don't give, I, I don't care as far as like Bud Light goes Um I care in that like it's just it seems insulting like it seems insulting like the audacity it, yeah and like i don't know i'm not i'm not a male feminist or anything like that you know like i i, I was i was raised with lots of women constantly you know like uh before you know my mom and my stepdad got married it was basically you know i mean i saw my dad of course and all that but it was like single mom older sister younger sister like i'm surrounded i'm surrounded all the time um, so I do not pretend to be a feminist because all those girls can go to hell, quite frankly, you know. And that's what I'm saying. We don't need them. But <laughs> but it's it's one of those things like I get I get offended by it. And it doesn't mean anything to me. I mean, like men being the best women, yeah, sorry, we're the best. You know, like that Ricky Gervais thing. You know, it's just like sorry, we won this too. You know, it's a man's world. Sorry. We're the best men, we're the best women. We win. <laughs> we- we win. <laughs> Charlie, we're going to get a trophy. <laughs> we won. We won all of humanity. We take over for everything. <laughs> we, did. we did. And it tends to be white. So it's white men. And so we won womanhood. Sorry, the white dudes just did it. We won all the things.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, that's where compassion gets you. Well, anyway. But all that, that's, I don't know, this is just Dylan Mulvaney. It just irritates me. Um, all right, well oh hold on, let's look at the can oh. real quick. Yeah, sorry. There's the can. Okay. Okay. Um, so that has been something that's been eating up so much so much oxygen. Um and it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Um but I mean even us, like we just took uh, forty five minutes or whatever to kind of talk about how stupid that is. Um but it weighs on it weighs on the public. It like weighs on people. Um, now, all right. So to get away from Goofy, which I just was by Disney. So Goofy.
1: Um, I like that. We'll call Dylan Goofy now.
0: Yeah, I don't want to give
1: her Goofy. I Is she like gonna give- be offended?
0: I don't know, but I don't want to give away Goofy. I really like Goofy. The Goofy, is great, <laughs> You're right? I take that back. You're not yeah. getting Goofy. Yeah, you don't get Goofy. No, <laughs> no, no. You can take you can take women like yeah, I don't care. We give up women, but we're not giving up Goofy. <laughs> uh, but no, so here's a here's kind of a serious thing. It's as difficult as that transition is. Um, all right. So somehow everything I have is from the New York Post today. I don't know how that happened. Um, uh, but, so this is, yep, oh, are we not able to switch? Yep, we're good. Oh, we're good. All right. So, this Texas couple, right? Texas couple claims state child protective services took their two-week-old baby, uh, Mila, Mila? I'm going to say Mila. Mila. After a dispute with their, what do you think, Mila or Mila? In my LA. It's, I it could go either way. I'm going to go with Milo. Um, about the infant's uh, jaundice. Uh, Now the child's mother, uh, Tamika Jackson, 38, of DeSoto, said the family is uh, going to court to get her back. Uh, Alright, when officials arrived at the Jackson's Dallas home on March 28th to take the newborn, the couple claimed the paperwork erroneously named the baby's mother as another woman, and that person was listed with a criminal record. Okay, so cops showed up to take a baby about jaundice, and they said the mother of this baby is third-party person with criminal record okay the documents also referred to rodney jackson as the baby's quote-unquote alleged father uh he says instantly i felt like they had stolen my baby as i had had a home oh this is mom i had had a home birth and they were trying to say my baby belonged to this other woman tamika jackson said thursday we've been treated like criminals and that's far from the truth this is a nightmare i wouldn't wish it on anyone rodney said her husband rodney that's the thing. Not boyfriend. The alleged father is the husband of the woman who gave birth. The alleged father. Um, they removed the newborn baby from my arms and handed me paperwork, Jackson told the people. I went to the police department and filed a police report that my child was stolen from me. Um, da, 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 da. So it was a home birth with a midwife present. The Jacksons took her to a local hospital for a routine checkup. Three days later, she got a clean bill of health. Uh, when she, at some point, she got jaundice, and they took her back to the hospital. According to the reports, while at the pediatrician, we were told levels are high and they'll test blood and follow up. Uh, they followed up and said we need to admit the baby to the hospital for light therapy immediately. The Jacksons said they prefer to do the therapy at home. Um, infant jaundice, a common condition, occurs because we. Have Blood cell e- contains excess. Do you know how to pronounce that?
1: Bill, Rubin? Bill Billy, Rubin. Billy Rubin. Billy Rubin.
0: Is that it? Billy Rubin. Yep. Okay. Cool. Yep. Billy Rubin. Sweet. A Yellow pigment. Did uh, Did your girl get, go through the jaundice mm-hmm. thing? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Trace. I mean, Trace did for just a uh, not long. Yeah, it was short. Yeah. I mean, it's very normal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, but a doctor at the hospital who Tamika Jackson said did not see the baby himself, insisted that Milo be hospitalized for treatment because he deemed her levels of bilirubin, thank you, uh, dangerous. Uh, so, uh, so her level is 21.7, and at bilirubin over 20, baby risks brain damage because bilirubin can cross the blood-brain barrier. And I don't know nothing about that. I assume that's accurate, you know. Um uh, to reach parents. Uh, in the letter, Bot said he... Bot? Well, i got a friend with last name, Bot. Said he repeatedly uh, tried to reach the parents and alerted Child Protection Services when he couldn't get a response from the family. Jacksons, uh, Jackson's have since visited their baby in the hospital. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so, what this story is, is... you, yeah, you can get up with the, the messed up thing about this. Have you ever thought about the hospital system... And your rights as a parent, Charlie?
1: Um, I'd never... Never considered it. No.
0: I've been... Because there's stories that, that happen constantly. And when Trace was a baby, you know, it's one of these things that popped up. Now, you know, he's pushing 13 at this point. Like, I'm, I'm less worried. Um, but there are times where the hospital strips you of your parental rights and they bring in law enforcement to do it. And so, while you are sitting with your child in a hospital room, at some point, you get removed by the cops, the armed cops, and there's your child sitting there, and you're removed. Oops. You're removed, and you can't come back in, and, you know, now the state's in charge of your well-being of your kid. How would you deal with that?
1: Um... I mean, I probably wouldn't hesitate on breaking down doors and running through cops.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> well, that's... Uh, I was just talking to Rachel about it. Where it's just like it's one of those things I I started thinking literally like, well, no one's taking my child from me. Like, you're not going to... Like, some rando cop is going to say that they, they know what's best for my child all of a sudden. And I don't get to be the parent anymore, even though, you know... Like, you have been it's up to it's, this point it's my kid like <laughs> I, you know like i don't need to prove like it's my kid like you know <laughs> and so like but it's one of those things where i think you start thinking like what would i do to to like avoid that and you come up with like very not nice answers and you go okay well after i go through these very nice not nice steps to make sure i leave that hospital with my kid i'm gonna have some problems and so then where do like, i Go with that, you know, and it's none of it's nice, but the, but it, it keeps happening. It keeps happening where a doctor will recommend something, um, and the parent might say, "I would like to pursue another opinion, right?" Or, I have some sort of disagreement with that tactic, right? And the doctor says, "Well, you got to do it. That's for the health of the kid." And so you go, "Well, no, you're like if you're not going to do it in a way that I consent to." We'll just leave. Right. And so they are, well, you know, you gotta get their steps. You gotta get checked out. We gotta do all these things. Like, I understand. So you just sit there in the room. Well, that doctor's not just like processing you to leave. That doctor's calling the cops, calling CPS. You're being, you're negligent now. And it's, it's a whole thing where suddenly they, they show back up. And when they come to talk to you the next time, it's with the armed cops. And they're coming to tell you that you need to leave. And that they're going to do what they want to do to your child. And you just need to deal. You know? These guys, they had um, they had a home birth, right? People are into that. I don't understand it. People are into it. Um, you know, uh, what was it? Three days after the birth, it's got jaundice. It's just not that big of a deal. And the therapy... Light therapy, like you saw it, uh-huh. the house, it's they put grow lights over uh-huh. a baby. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. like the, the idea that it couldn't be done at home is ridiculous. Yep. It,
1: it's literally a light bulb.
0: It's yeah, it's like it's a grow light over a baby, <laughs> and you can even do it by just like
1: mm-hmm. just
0: laying out in the sun in the backyard with a baby. Yep, you know, it's a, it's it's just light. It's light therapy, and the idea that they couldn't accomplish this in their own home somehow uh, is ridiculous, and. And purely for the fact that they wanted to do light therapy, light therapy, at home, these people took their child away. They just came and took their child. Like, no, you can't leave with your child. You can't leave with your child.
1: Well, I'm just... So, if home births are okay, but the home therapy with the light is not okay, I'm a little confused right?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Like, the hard part's over. Right. And, like, you know, I know that, I believe what they say about Billy Rubin levels and all that kind of stuff, but, like, the solution's a, a suntan. Like, what, the sunbeds or whatever? Right. <laughs> it's just like, look, man. It, and it's in Dallas. It's in Dallas, Texas. It's sunny. They could literally just... Take stay. a stroll. <laughs> just, hey, like here you go, baby. <laughs> Here's you know, the sun. Yeah, just Lion King the baby for a while, (laughs) and it's just it'll be it'll work, it'll be fine, Um, and it also like okay, we're both parents. Uh, Can you imagine a situation where you're told uh, this step has to happen for the health of your baby? Could screw it up? Could you know kill the brain or whatever? Right. Um, and you go, okay, cool. I'm gonna pursue that. So, pursue a solution to this. Um, can you see a solution or a, a step where you go, nah? We just don't need to check in and see how it's going. No,
1: of course no. not. Yeah, of course not. No,
0: no, because it's, it's one of these things. Like they're gonna do it at home. You don't think like they did a home birth and they still came to the hospital to check stuff out. They right. still, they're going to the pediatrician. They're not.
1: They did everything right.
0: Yeah, they're not anti doctor. <laughs> you know, they did a home birth and they just want like not spend all the money on light therapy when they can do it at home for just some of the money and really that shouldn't matter anyway it's their kid it's their kid they're allowed they're allowed to do what they want to but like it like this assumption that they're going to neglect the kid it's like okay they're going to do light therapy at home you don't think they're going to get the 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 billy rubin or whatever uh things tested again right like You know they're going to. They've already been to the pediatrician a couple times. Uh, The only update is that, like, uh, as of, what is today's date? 23rd. Okay, as of yesterday, uh, the couple has been reunited with their newborn nearly a month month after a month. Imagine your newborn baby being gone a month.
1: All that bonding time missed out.
0: I mean, just... The, yeah, the bonding and all that stuff, but just mad, like someone just taking your newborn baby for a month. And it's just like, and they're like, oh, it's been cared for. It's been cared for. It's been a nice home. And like, I'll give the benefit of the doubt. Whatever system they put it, I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt. Everyone's lovely. They took your kid for a month, and the, the baby is, what, a month and a half old? You know? A whole month. So anyway, the the kid's back with, their, with uh, her parents. Um, I'm trying to see if there's any real big... Anyway, that's a big update. But, like, this stuff happens. And, like, hospitals... I don't want to be... Hospital... Certain doctors and certain administrators can weaponize hospitals against parents. Um, And they have. Um, Oh, did you hear about the... The Down Syndrome uh, girl, young woman, who died in the hospital in... I forget the city. uh uh. So, uh, this family... uh, So, family's got multiple kids. One's got Down Syndrome. And she's some... I think she's like 17, something like that. You know? Um, And so, she catches COVID. And um, I'm I'm told that sometimes when you have Down Syndrome, uh, your lungs and your heart... There's other... Issues okay. Um, I didn't know that until this afternoon. Um, but like, uh, so anyway, they had, but they had a um, Rachel knows all the medical terms, but there's a thing you can measure the oxygen in your blood, you know, and so uh, they had that, and so they're testing her uh, blood, and, and at some point, her oxygen was you know, something 80 something percent, you know, like it dropped, and they're like, okay, well. I know at that level we should consult a hospital, you know? So they bring this girl in and she goes to the hospital. And so they're doing hospital things, you know? And so the, at some point the mom, I think the mom is removed for maybe chirping too much, trying to talk too much. Um, And the sister is sitting in There's something like that. I don't know if the mom's actually like banned, but it sounded like the mom got banned from the hospital for, Advocating ferociously for her daughter um, well they they give her opiates um, I guess to calm her or something and I think they give her benzos too but there's these opiates so they're strong you're not supposed to give them more than twice a day they give it to her more than twice a day of course opiates uh, depress the the lungs of breathing you know uh, a lot of junkies they end up just dying because they stop breathing you know she's in for covid and They weaken the lungs. Uh, But so the sister's in there with her. So at some point she starts to code. She's dying uh, because she's been pumped full of opiates and benzos. And so she's saying, save my sister. The hospital says, well, she's got a do not resuscitate order. Wow. But she doesn't. Her parents never signed a do not resuscitate order when you're in a hospital and you have a, they call a DNR. Yeah. You have a bracelet on to identify you as DNR. And like that way, when something happens, the bracelet, it's just right there. Rachel told me the color. I forget the color, but she'll color today. She's like, Oh yeah, it's this bracelet. It looks like this. Um, She didn't have that. She didn't have the bracelet. She's got, she's a minor with down syndrome. She couldn't sign a, a DNR. The parents didn't sign one. The older sister didn't sign one. They pumped this girl full of opiates and let her die.
1: Oh, they murdered her? They murdered her, yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's scary. It's scary. It's scary because like this is the thing with hospitals is we there's lots of good doctors, okay? Lots of good doctors, lots of good medical staff and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, Rachel's the best radio, uh, Radiology technologist on the planet I'll put money on it I put money on it every day uh, But uh, for real like, I'll put money on it No one's better uh, But there's lots of good people out there There's lots of bad people She tells me about some bad doctors um, In pain management There is like She runs x-ray for pain management Because you, like, you put these needles in To a very specific spot I don't know why But and you inject whatever the hell you inject right? And it helps um, there are doctors. So she does these cases a lot. There's a couple of really good doctors in the area. One kind of up north, one kind of down south. Um, but they're really good. They care about their their patients and they do good work. And um, but then sometimes she works with these doctors for that are also pain management that she's never worked with before. And she's used to looking at the X-rays and seeing what right looks like, you know. And some of these doctors, they just shove a needle in squirt the stuff out and because there's lidocaine like novocaine like it's a numbing agent uh-huh. and so they basically like whatever the steroid or whatever is it doesn't matter but they just you know like here you go lidocaine and so you're just numb so afterwards you feel good because you're numb but they haven't gone to the right spot they've not even tried to they don't even look at the x-ray and that's the thing like rachel does good x-ray they don't even look at it they don't care they're just so there's like there's bad doctors out there But there's also a a class of doctors who think that they are godlike. And they think they're better than us. And that they really can tell us the right way to live. And it's... you. I, personally, I get squirrely in hospitals if my kid's involved, which luckily is not very often... Um, just because it's like I'm looking out for something. Something. I don't like if there's some like, uh, There's this one time when Trace was real little, right? He used to love to grab my thumbs. Uh, So he'd brush his teeth. He you had know, these little steps, you know, because he's little. So he grabbed my thumbs and I'd pick him up and put him down. So one of these times he did that and I think it dislocated his elbow or shoulder or something, right? And we, we were kind of looking at him like, I don't know if there's an issue, you know? But when I went to like check on him at nighttime, cause we talked to him in, and he was a little upset. Right. But I went to like pull the sheet up over his arm and he got, he, you know, cried out in pain. It's like, okay, well he's asleep and the sheet just hurt him. We need to go to the hospital, you know?
1: Uh-huh.
0: And so we went to the hospital, but I'm sitting here thinking like, this is a dislocated joint. Like, are it, is someone going to claim child abuse on this thing? You know? And if so, how, and like, luckily we end up, now, you can go to see the doctor because he was uh, like, I was holding him right, and this waiting room had little video game deals. So, at some point, I was like, I'm gonna walk him over to the video game thing. And so, he was like laying back on me. So, to pick him up, you know, I kind of like squeeze him in because you know, the pair hugged him, yeah, because yeah, well, the way the chair was, you know. And so, but I think when I did this, I think it popped the joint back into place because huh. he yelled out. It was one of those things where you're like, Oh, I was like you know yeah and, but after that like we get to the little video game things and all of a sudden he starts poking the screen with his bad arm huh. and i was just like huh and so you know i was looking at him poke with his bad arm the one that was hurt this whole time and we, you know i was looking at my ex-wife across the thing or i'm just like so i grabbed his arm kind of just kind of did this he was poking with this other arm just like okay like i think we're good fixed <laughs> and so you know looked, i'm like I we're good I think like, I think it was a dislocation I think we popped it back in it was okay. Mm. good but like even with that it was just like you know I get real squirrely
1: and that's that
0: <laughs> here switch it over to you the audio still going alright well we're going to wrap it up there uh because <laughs> the he lost Frank yeah <laughs> still here I'm still here with us but you just can't see me um but no, it's it's one of those things. You always have to be aware. You have to be aware of your rights and the fact that um, they can be fragile in this sort of environment that people are looking to take them from you. Um, well, Bean, <laughs> <laughs> why don't you give us an exit since I can't? <laughs> uh,
1: thanks for listening, watching. If you also have video, um, follow us on all the things. Damn near every platform:
0: Rumble, YouTube, stuff. Spotify, Apple iTunes, like, subscribe, alert. Come on, Charlie. It's your time to shine. It's your time to shine. This is it.
1: Well, maybe we just all need to relax about things. That's all I have to say. I didn't even get to my four tabs about all the kids getting killed this
0: past oh, week. Jesus. I know. Like it's it's great. Like everybody keeps shooting people out their front door. It's not okay. Anyway, let's all
1: relax. Everybody relax.
0: <laughs> Alright. Thanks, guys. <laughs>